You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 182. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this blogcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra intention to your everyday. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. Today's episode is brought to you by Aptiv, the on-demand audio fitness app that combines the guidance of a trainer with the perfect playlist to give you a fresh way to work out. To get a free 30-day trial of Aptiv, go to aptiv.com. That's A-A-P-T-I-V.com. Click on the sign up and then enter the code The Lively Show to get that 30-day free trial. At the end of the show, I'll be speaking with Clara Arschwager over at Aptiv about the app. Now let's move on. Today I am speaking to you from South Africa, Cape Town to be specific. I have loved it here so much. I have stayed an extra week longer than planned, and I may even come back in the winter. We shall see. So this is a very wonderful place. If you have any questions about it, I'd be happy to go into more detail. And in fact, it may make a little appearance here in this episode as well. But in addition to this, I also wanna give a shout out about The Lively Show in general. The Lively Show, uh, about a week or so ago, I think I was actually probably in Ghana when this happened, we have surpassed the 5 million download mark. Thank you guys so much for listening and sharing the show with people you think will appreciate or benefit from the messages that we have shared. We have 182 episodes and counting. If you have gone back into the archives and listened to the many versions and iterations and themes that have come across in the show, I hope you have benefited from them in some big or little way and continue to listen and share with those that it is resonating with or could resonate with as well. So now let's move on to today's show. This is a November favorites episode. I haven't done a favorites episode for quite a while because let's be honest, I'm kind of living a really kind of weird life where I don't have a lot of ability to buy things or share things necessarily that are really useful or applicable or gettable, if you will, for people across the world. So as I've been doing this kind of travel, I've just kind of let that go and focus on other types of shows. But today I'm diving back into that and sharing a few favorites that have come up not just in maybe November, but just in the last few months overall, because I know that there are some people that really love these shows, so let's get started. On the trip, when it comes to some of the things I have been buying, even though I'm limited to what I can carry, I can say that I've loved buying fancy local chocolate bars from the cities that I visited. So that's been a fun thing for me to purchase. So the most recent one here in Cape Town has been by the chocolate company Honest, and their bittersweet orange flavor is my favorite. So if you guys wanna check that out, there'll be a link in the show notes for this so that you can go get a bar if you're looking for it or see what else is in their little playlist if you well, or their selection of chocolates. I like the bittersweet orange one in particular because it's a little bit more of an unusual flavor profile than many of the other brands I've discovered so far in my travels. It's very delicious. It's a 72% dark chocolate bar and the artwork on each bar is also very cool as well. Now let's move on to the holidays. I know from my Instagram and my, you know, talking to people in the U.S., especially in the colder states, that the holidays are here, even though the summer is just ramping up here in South Africa and the Southern Hemisphere. So I've tried to get myself kind of back into the holiday spirit, although I'm on my way back to Boston. So I will be definitely getting into the cold and the holiday feeling very quickly. But while I've been here, I've been trying to get myself into it. Normally, I'm one of those weird people that listens to Christmas music way, way, way too early. But I haven't even thought about Christmas music as the temperatures here have been in like the 80s and 90s. So I got the favorite holiday movie of all time for me, which is White Christmas. 
I actually purchased it online because I couldn't find it any other way to get it. I don't know if you guys like White Christmas as well, but that is when the movie that I watch every holiday season. And I also have kind of gotten into the holiday movie itself, the one with Cameron Diaz and Drew Barrymore. That one's fun as well, but my very favorite is White Christmas. It totally has helped me to get into the mood. I can sip some tea here. It's not really Christmassy. There's no Christmas candles. There's not a lot of Christmas decorations nearly like the U.S. has, but it has been fun to try to get a little bit in the spirit as I've been going after the holiday or after Thanksgiving. When it comes to favorite sweaters, I know that I'm not wearing them right now, but when I get back to the cold weather, I will definitely be wearing my Everlane Simple Crew Neck Style sweater. It's more fitted than most of the other things that are out in the market right now, which is sometimes kind of nice, especially if you have a body that, you know, with the drapey stuff that's so cute. Not always does the drapey stuff look great on all bodies, and sometimes something more fitted can actually look better. So there is a simple cashmere crew neck style sweater that is so classic and wonderful. I have it in the dark gray color. It's super soft and at a great price as well. So I will have a show note link for that if you want to check it out. But I have been trying to get, as I have such a tiny wardrobe now, into higher quality items because I'm wearing them so often that I want to actually appreciate how the quality is. And also I want the quality of those items to last. I've gotten a few sweaters that were nice, but I just wore through them even in the trip so far. So this Everlane one has definitely looked like it's going to stick around for much longer than some of the other purchases I have made. In addition to clothing, I have a new favorite brand, and I don't know that you can get it every single place, but I'm going to share it for those who may be able to get it. Actually, I have two Australian brands to share with you. One is called Witchery, which I've been told is Australian. I saw it in the mall here in Cape Town. I got a black gladiator sandal from them and a blush print scarf that is super cute. Again, show notes will be in this episode's show notes so you can see them if you want to purchase or whatever. You may want to just kind of see what they look like. I find them both amazing, especially the sandals. They're so super duper comfortable and cute at the same time. And the other favorite brand that I've discovered is Cotton On, C-O-T-T-O-N, and then like a little dash and then O-N. So Cotton On, that is an Australian brand as well, and they have some incredible workout gear. I know that in the U.S., the Athleta and Lululemon are the big players in the workout gear category that I know of particularly, but here Cotton On out of Australia has some incredibly cute stuff for definitely much better prices. The quality may not be exactly Lululemon level, but they're super well-made. I would say more the gap level of workout gear, but the styles are just so cute. So I got a strappy sports bra with the crisscrossing kind of back to it. I got a cute capri legging kind of a yoga pant style that kind of hits at the knee with a little crisscross detailing on the back of each of the legs and a cute graphic tank. So I'll have links to those as well, but I just have to say, if you are ever traveling to South Africa or Australia or anywhere else that Cotton On is, and I also think they do ship worldwide, so you can check that out too if you want to order somewhere else, but Cotton On's workout gear has been incredible. And then I have done a little bit of updating in my wardrobe. I had a backpack from Herschel Bags, which I have loved and had for over a year, but wearing it day in and day out on this travel has taken its toll on it. So it was a little bit worse for wear, but not too bad to actually 
actually still be used by anyone. So I actually donated it and left it in Ghana and bought a new updated bag here that is going actually to get shipped to the States. So when I get to the state side, I'll be able to get it from my friend where I'm sending it to. That's kind of how right now I'm dealing with the whole wardrobe switches is just sending things to people's houses where I'm going to be next so they can receive it and then I'll be able to get it when I get there. So I kept the same backpack style that I had the last time. I think it's called the heritage style. And before I had it in the camel with some leather accents, now I got it in the black canvas with a gold brass zipper. And I think that might be a little bit more sturdy for me to have overall than the more cottony, less sturdy canvas style that I had in the past. So hopefully this one will last a little longer and will match my duffel bag that I have from Herschel that I've been traveling with as well. When it comes to favorite videos, this is something everyone can access easily on YouTube. It is the YouTube video, Everything is Spiritual by Rob Bell. I know many people listening to the show will know Rob Bell from his own podcast, The Rob, R-O-B-C-A-S-T, The Robcast. And he is an incredible person. I'm so excited to have gotten to know his work better through, especially Everything is Spiritual and his podcast as well. He's great friends with Liz Gilbert and traveled the road with her in Oprah. And I adore how he lays out his concepts in the concept and the movie, if you will. It's not really a movie. It's kind of like a long lecture. It's about two hours long and I was riveted every second of it. I find it fascinating and I think it is cutting edge, at least to me, in aligning with what I think that actually might be going on in the world at large. So check it out if that sounds interesting to you. In terms of new favorite books, there is the Repair Your Period book. I got it on Kindle and what I loved about it is it kind of is like the flow protocol from Lisa Vitti, which we've talked about here on the show, but I wanted to get more understanding around my PCOS personally. And one of the things that this Repair Your Period book gave me was the actual possible reason, the root source of why I have polycystic ovarian syndrome in the first place. As you guys have heard on the show many times before, that is something I've been working through and trying to heal naturally. Thankfully, by reversing the foods I eat or kind of figuring out what things I have allergies to or reactions to, I have actually been able to get my two periods now for the first time at the age of 31 and 32. So, so excited to see this actually starting to turn around in my life where before the doctors told me I could only use the birth control to manage the symptoms I was having. Well, the Repair Your Period book actually talked about the four probable causes of what PCOS, which is just a group of symptoms that some people have, may be caused by. And one of them, I think, is my reason, which is inflammatory PCOS, which means that the foods I'm eating or things that I'm consuming are causing inflammation in my system, which then has created an out-of-balance hormone system, which then creates all the symptoms of PCOS. So I've recently found out that gluten, dairy, eggs, peanuts... And I try to kind of stay away from soy as well. And I don't choose to eat meat. It's a lot of categories, I know. And it makes traveling very difficult at times. But by letting those go, my skin has been clearing up, especially after dropping the eggs and peanuts. And then just letting go of the other things too. This has made a huge difference. And I think it's because the inflammation in my body from those things has been going down. So you might be asking, what the heck are you eating, Jess? Right now, my 
focus is on fruits and veggies, nuts and fish. That is the majority of what I'm eating. So I still can have corn tortilla chips, thank goodness, and avocados and all those other things. I do miss my eggs and hope to one day be able to eat them. But this has been an interesting little insight and the continuation of that whole journey. So if you've been following along in that, that's the update there. And in addition, one of the things that was not so fun as my period did come back and my hormones are self-regulating. This is before I found out about the eggs and the peanut allergies. I started getting cystic acne, which was no fun to get at the age of 32 for the first time. So I have been very diligent about finding ways to deal with that. So here are some of the ways that I've been finding that the acne is clearing up and getting better, which is thankfully on the mend. It is getting better and better. It's not perfect. And if I do stray from these things, I do see them come back in a greater way. But when I'm really good about this stuff, these are the things that have helped. Number one was getting checked for allergies. If you asked me if I was allergic, there's no way I would say I was allergic to anything because I don't get, you know, an itchy throat. I don't have any of the red puffy face or fingers or any of the stuff I hear people that have peanut allergies or egg allergies or anything like that would have. But that said, this is something that I've noticed by dropping those things and getting checked for those allergies showed up in the results. So even though I don't have the typical symptoms and I just see it in my face, if you will, it's probably because it's causing inflammation in my body that's causing the hormones to be messed up and the hormones are causing the skin to get messed up. So it's kind of a chain reaction here, I think. So that is number one for anyone that might be suffering from acne and they're not sure what's going on, potentially get checked out for allergies, even if your digestion's fine, even if you don't have any telltale signs other than the acne, I can just tell you, I could have just kept eating three eggs a day and kept doing it and kept doing it and kept having those issues without ever realizing that really what I was doing and I thought was helping was actually hurting. In addition, there's many supplements I've been taking, and it's hard to say which ones are doing the best. I've heard a lot of great things about zinc, so I've been taking that. But also, the number one that I do love and I do think has, when you look at the before and after results online and just look at pictures of, is the kind of miracle supplement. I don't want to say it's a miracle for everyone. You have to look into it, make sure that it's right for you. But it's called DIM, and it's basically the stuff that is in broccoli. So it's a large, large, large dose of broccoli and I don't even know what the DIM stands for, but you can get it in a few different companies will sell DIM in large doses like this. I'm using Acumax, which is through London. I don't think you can get it in the States, but it might be a more European and UK brand. I've been getting it there because I have someone that recommended it to me while I was there. But you can look up DIM if you're in the States and just find another brand that is available in the US and get something like that. But look at the results. I've seen so many reviews and so many before and after pictures that are pretty inspiring. And I've seen a big increase on the skin. And I've even heard and read reviews about people that have then stopped taking it as their skin got better and the acne came back. So they do continue to take it in maybe smaller doses than they started with, but are still taking it. In addition to that, if you're still on the acne front, just to help you out, because I know I have been at such a wit's end, one of the things I have found is that getting facials has been very helpful at salons that specialize in acne. So not just necessarily going to any salon that has a facial, but going to ones that are specifically focused on that thing first and foremost. One of my favorite places that I've gone so far is Skin Salvation in San Francisco. They are hardcore, I will tell you. They have a whole process they work you through from what you're eating, your lifestyle stuff, including changing and making recommendations about things like your laundry detergent because the chemicals in laundry detergent when you're sleeping on your pillowcase could be affecting your skin, which is a really interesting thought. And at first I didn't think that could be possible, 
But the woman asked me, do you have more acne on the side of your face that you sleep on? And it was true. I had overall, over time, had more acne on the side that I slept on than the other. So that kind of made me kind of question and go, well, maybe I might think this is a little crazy, but there may be more to it than that. Also, here's my big tip from them. They shared, in addition to being kind of staying away from all the inflammatory types of foods, they've recommended icing 30 minutes a day. I think they even might've had 30 minutes twice a day, which honestly I'm not doing. I try to do 30 minutes a day in the evening when possible. And that creates a decrease in the inflammation and the puffiness of the pimples. So especially if you have that, it's not cystic acne or even not quite cystic acne, but the big inflamed guys, this can really help it to become less puffy and help you heal overall. So those are my acne things. In terms of flow, now that I'm finally having a period, I have one other favorite I have to share. Sorry, this is a very feminine episode, if you will, for any guys that might be listening, but I gotta share this with the girls. You guys, if you haven't tried the Diva Cup yet, all I can say is I've been telling my friends that haven't tried the Diva Cup yet that not using the Diva Cup and using regular tampons is kind of like camping or like the 1900s. It's like so old school. The Diva Cup has been truly life-changing when having a period. Check it out. There are reviews on YouTube if you want to check out what it looks like and how to use it and all of those details. There's many people that have done some great reviews on them. But I have to say, I love it. And the first period I had lasted 20 days, which was insanely long. And that would have been obnoxious had I been using regular tampons. But because I was using the Diva Cup, it was not a problem at all to even go through that. Thankfully, my period in the second one is much shorter and more normal. So it's great to see my hormones are regulating and balancing out. But that Diva Cup is a life changer. Bia Johnson was also on talking about the zero trash lifestyle. She too said that in her interview, that was one of the biggest changes she's so glad she made. And of course, she's thinking about the impact on the landfills, not using tampons, but also she said it was because it made her life so much better. And I totally agree. It's not even about the trash necessarily. It's just truly better technology. It's like the Dyson of tampons and it's not a tampon and it's better, I believe, in every single way. So cannot plug the Diva Cup enough. I actually love it so much. I think I want to try to get them to sponsor the show because I just want to talk about it and get as many women to give it a shot as possible because I found it so life-changing personally. And now, last but not least, my favorite new destination. I figure we might as well add that into the list of favorites, and it's Cape Town, South Africa. You probably are not surprised by this because you've listened. If you have listened in the recent times, I have been talking about Cape Town all the time. I've stayed longer than planned. And if you're wondering why, I have to say I didn't really know anything about Cape Town before coming. So here's what I found out about it so far in the eight to nine days that I've been here. The weather is amazing, but just keep in mind it's in the Southern Hemisphere. So summer is in the American winter, the Northern Hemisphere's winter. So December through March are the really warm months here. And that's wonderful right now as I'm enjoying that personally at this moment. But also the scenery here is incredible. You have the ocean, you have mountains, and you have a city all in one. And it's so fun to see the contrast between those three things in so many different places and views around here. Also, it feels like a European city in Africa. So if you didn't know, it's a Dutch settlement and then English came in and it has a very interesting, very polarizing history. But when you actually come to visit it, it feels very much like a European city in Africa. And it is so developed and totally different than the experiences that I had in Ghana or Accra or Ho in those areas. This is definitely a European city that's living in the bottom of Africa. 
It's incredible. I love it for that reason. There are so many different languages spoken. In fact, they have 10 or 11 official languages, but English is the number one language. So if you don't speak Afrikaans, which is the newest language in the world, which is a flattened Dutch, I've learned from the amount of people that have moved here from the Netherlands, they've actually created this Afrikaans slang or a different kind of variation on Dutch here but they also speak English. And so it's very easy in that way. In addition, there are penguins on the beach, which people loved seeing on Instagram when I shared that. There are penguins on an African beach. So it's kind of crazy because you just don't expect to see penguins sitting in a hot climate, hanging out like they are. But that was a really fun thing to go see. You can also go surfing here, wonderful surfing. Hiking is fantastic. There's Table Mountain and Lion's Head and so many other hikes you can do. There's culture, which is fantastic. The first Thursdays, I just did my first one last week. It was a blast. So first Thursdays are this gallery art crawl hopping thing that happens in some of the really cool streets in the city. And you just wander in and out of galleries. You have drinks and you go to dinner. And it's a really very fun time. In addition, there's wine country here. I spent a day in Stellenbosch at a wine day for one of the private wineries that happened to have a one day event that they were open. But you can go to tasting rooms that are open all the time as well. So don't feel like you have to come to an open day if there isn't one at the winery that you're interested in going to. But the wine is incredible. The people are so friendly. I actually got invited to Stellenbosch from a group of friends that I made right when I landed here. And my Airbnb host actually introduced me to their friends who then invited me to this party. And then off I went with all these new friends that I made. So the people are incredible. The Airbnbs are very cute. There are so many well-designed, well-decorated Airbnbs. I actually shared a picture of one of the ones I've stayed in here on my Instagram. So you may have seen that there. These are some of the top two Airbnbs that I've stayed at overall in the last eight months. So very cute Airbnbs if you wanna stay. And last but not least, the conversion rate. If you are traveling here, the RAND is 14 RAND to $1. So you can kind of take that and then apply that to the Euro. It's even like probably 15 or 16 RAND to a Euro and then even more to go to the pound. So that means that things like an amazing salad that I had that was wonderful at a very cute coffee shop with avocados and olives and this whole thing that would probably cost 10 to $12 in the States in San Francisco or something like that was $3.50. And for an incredible dinner that would have cost over $100, let's just say for one person, $100 to have the main meal, an appetizer, a dessert, and two glasses of wine is a total of $20. And when I say $20 and what you think you're going to get for that versus what you actually get, it is really a hundred dollars or more for $20. So if you happen to not be in South Africa, not having to conversion rate in the RAND to the RAND, if you're actually making that as a traveler, it's a huge advantage as well. The Airbnbs are not quite as deal focused. They definitely know that people that travel here are usually converting from those other conversion rates. So the Airbnbs aren't necessarily as crazy cheap, but when you go out to do things in the city, that is where you're really going to save a lot of money. So that's what I found so far. I love it. It's my number two spot on the travel so far. Lisbon, of course, is still hanging in there at number one and probably, I think, will always stay there. But who knows? Time will tell if that will change. But right now, Cape Town is definitely number two. So that is my list of favorites for you. Hopefully you can check those out, especially the books or the things about the acne or the things like everything is spiritual or even White Christmas if you haven't checked it out already. If you want to find me on Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter, you can find me at Jess C as in Christmas is coming soon, Lively. And for show notes for this episode, head over to JessLively.com slash November favorites. 
Before I share where I'm headed to next, I'd like to share a little mini interview with Clara Arschwager over at Aptiv. Welcome to the show, Clara. Tell us a little bit about yourself. New York is my home and I run marketing for a company called Aptiv. We're a fitness app and I just started nine months ago now, but I've always worked in marketing, but this is actually leading the charge. It's been super exciting. So tell us a little bit about what Aptiv is specifically. Yeah. So it is a fitness app. And you know what? I hate leading with that because prior to being at Aptiv, I worked for Peloton, which is a spin bike company. And then I worked at Self Magazine. So I've been in the fitness industry for quite a while now. And I think when people hear like a fitness app, it's like, wah, wah, another fitness app. Like there's literally hundreds of thousands of them. But the founder is someone that I went to college with and we got reconnected at the beginning of 2016, I guess it was. And it was one of those, you know, you get those emails and you think, oh yeah, I'll grab coffee with this person and just learn a little bit about what they're doing, network, see if I can help. But it just snowballed into this much larger conversation and I was really just taken with what he was doing. So the reason I was so taken is that it was a fitness app, but it was unlike anything I'd ever experienced before. And so the nuts and bolts to break it down it's an audio-based fitness app. So there's no video. So what we create are on-demand audio-based workouts that combine the voice of a trainer with what we call the perfect playlist. So the easiest way to kind of unpack that for those of you that are listening right now, it's like if you take something like a soul cycle class and you were to go into the class and close your eyes and you think you have that amazing trainer that's coaching you and pushing you along with that incredible playlist they've put together for you or if you're working one-on-one with a personal trainer and you have that person right by your side pushing you and, and you're working out so much harder simply because you have that accountability and that motivation right there for you. That's the experience that we deliver through audio and through this app across all different workouts. So it's everything from an outdoor run to an elliptical session at the gym to a yoga class to a strength training workout. You can literally do any type of workout. You can do it anywhere and at any time. So that's it sort of in a nutshell. Awesome. And what's your favorite workout in Aptive? I had got really back into yoga a few years ago. So, and it's an interesting thing about Aptive because a lot of people think, how could I do an, a yoga workout just through audio? But I mean, we don't need to go too deep into the history, but actually yoga was always practiced. It used to be practiced like way back when it was like first developed in the dark. And so my favorite workout is the, the yoga workouts because it's so incredibly immersive. But that's what a lot of people say about all the workouts is that you just get so in the zone because you have nothing, no visuals or things in front of you distracting you. Our trainers are incredible and they provide such incredible detailed instruction that you're just literally lost in the workout. And so I love that I can do, you know, I do still go to a, a studio, but I can do like an incredible practice at home, you know, whenever I want, that's just as good, if not better than when I'm in in in-person class. And it's definitely better than when I'm staring at a video. That's been the favorite part. It's also like pushed me to get, you know, now I'm getting into all those balancing poses, which is super fun. So that's my favorite one for sure. And I know that you guys have a special offer for Lively Show listeners to give this a shot. Would you mind sharing what that deal is? Yes, we do. So we normally give a seven day free trial to anyone and you can cancel at any time, you know, if it's not your thing, there's no risk involved. But for lively show listeners, we know, you know, I love your community and want to be able to extend a longer period for them to try it out. So we're giving them a 30 day free trial to test out the app and try the different classes and see if it works for them. Yeah, I think this is great for anyone that's traveling this holiday season and wants to stay active and give this a shot totally free with no risk involved whatsoever. Yeah. Travel's a really good point. It's perfect for travel, among other things. So yeah, we're super excited about it. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Clara. You're so welcome. 
And now for where I'm headed to next. Today, I'm on my way to Boston. I'm going to be speaking at a conference and leading a panel of women in a conversation around failure, which will be fun. And then I'm going to be headed to another European destination after that. So stay tuned next week to find out where I'm going after Boston. And until Thursday, may something wonderful happen to you today. Today.